You're tuning in with your girl Kay on Masturbating. Hey guys, I'm your host Kay, and the content that you hear today will be explicit. Today's episode is about desire discrepancy, so I have Ms. Ruby Johnson, who's a sex therapist, social worker, and CEO and organizer of Poly Dallas Millennium. If you don't know what that is, please Google it. It's a huge event here in Texas. Ms. Johnson took the time out of her busy schedule to basically educate us on desire discrepancy. Her soul is so humble and I admire her personality. So I'm sure you guys will too, just from this interview. So brace yourself, hold on tight. Here we go. I'm joined by Ruby Johnson today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Can you let us know more about yourself for the listeners, please? Um, Yes, I am a sex therapist and sex educator in Plano, Texas. Um, That's the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And what I do is I work with individuals who um, are having sex issues or concerns. I work with individuals who have desire discrepancy. Um, They have issues around variety or creativity in sex. There's maybe erectile dysfunction or painful sex. There's all types of things that I work with around that area. Additionally, I work with people who are in ethical non-monogamous relationships. That's open relationships. I do kink um, and BDSM. And I also work with individuals who have um, sexual and gender fluidity. Amazing. Yeah. (laughs) So I'll be joining you for your Poly Dallas Millennium in July. Yes. Can you give our listeners more information about that in case they want to join us? Yes. You can go to (laughs) www.pdm.com. 2018.com and you can find out a whole lot of information Um, but the symposium this is our fourth year we have folks coming in from um, Canada the UK across the US and they are going to be speaking on ethical non-monogamy well basically relationships all together and the symposium is actually the vision and mission of the symposium is around non-monogamous relationships. If you're curious, questioning, etc. And it's a sex positive event. It's a family oriented event. We have four workshops with parenting, um, raising your child in polyamorous uh, households. Hmm. And the kids go to bed at five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> And for the first time ever, we have our after dark track and we have Friday, we have kink. Yes, Yes. (laughs) someone over here is excited. And then um, Saturday, we have pleasure. And so I think you should all come out. I'm not going to ruin the surprise (laughs) and find out what's going on. Definitely. Well, since today's episode is about desire discrepancy, should we just dive right in? Mm, mm-hmm. Can you give our listeners more information on what desire discrepancy is? Yes. Um, this, um, it's commonly known as libido. I don't like that word um, because it has a whole lot of connotation hmm. attached to it. But desire discrepancy is about someone may have a higher desire to have sex it could be three to four times a week and someone could have a lower one you know which would be like once a month 
or twice a month or whatever, but it's causing dysfunction within the relationship. And so that's the main criteria is the dysfunction because there can be a discrepancy, but it could not be an issue. But if it's an issue, that's when they come in and see me. So is it more common amongst women or men or? Um, The issue is, it's couple based. If you're wanting to know like who tends to have the lower desire, I, in my experience, but I don't want to generalize this across the entire population, but with my experience, women um, come in with a differing in desire and there's a whole lot of reasons that could be okay what causes the discrepancy um desire discrepancy sorry for it's it's a a lot of things yes you know so i'm going to get real relaxed now because i don't want to stay clinical (laughs) so that y'all can understand what's going on so you don't be cussing each other out in the bedroom please okay Get real comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to get real comfortable here. Um, one of the, uh, the biggest ones is that someone is pressuring someone to have sex. If you pressure your mate to have sex, what you're going to get is no sex. Mm-hmm. Because pressure just makes it more and more and more unattractive for the individual so if you go in there and you say come on baby just a little bit (laughs) let me put the tip in that's all you know all of that does not work in relationship (laughs) you told me to get comfortable (laughs) you're relating to this you're doing good get very comfortable yeah you know or if you know, someone says, you know, this is my, this is your wifely duty. You're supposed to take care of your man. Do oh, you wow. want me to go out in, in the street and get it? Mm. Threats do yeah. not work <laughs> in this situation. Okay. And now for, for women, you know, if you go and grab your man's junk and say, you better give me some tonight, mm, that probably won't work at all. And so it does go both ways. Um, Men can receive the coercive nature or the threats or women can. Women can also receive it. But mostly I see women. And the most common one that comes into my office is the one that we've been hearing about in the Me Too movement, which is coercive sex. Mm. Um, The husband makes the threat. And even though, you know, for a woman, there is nothing that has to, per se, jump up, Mm -hmm. you know, get hard, you know, um, but it can be very painful. Also, it's, it can be painful mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Um, Obligation sex is not fun. Mm -mm. You know, I remember growing up, my mom and dad had sex 7 p.m., seven days a week for like, all of my time in the house it was scheduled it was scheduled and it was like clockwork oh my god it was like (laughs) clockwork you hear the bed thing against the wall for about seven ten minutes yep and then that was it daddy come out and that was it that i i just have a funny funny feeling that that was more about him than her 
you know, pleasure is a huge thing in in sex. And so when it's just basically you're probably laying there like a, you know, blow up doll. Let me put it in. Like the color purple. Like the color. Oh, that's (laughs) I use that example a lot. Okay. Miss Seely yes. and Mr. Yeah. Oh, that was no um Uh-oh. that's basically what it okay. what it is. You know, okay. that is it. That's a I'm glad you brought that up. And so, um, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> Obligation sex. Yes. Um another one is um just basically medication okay. can be an issue. It can be antidepressant or um, hypertensive medication. A lot of people are not aware that, especially in the black community, those calcium blockers, I want to say is what it's called, and the beta blockers, they do impact um, for men their erection. It doesn't get as hard or sometimes it's difficult for it to get there at all and that is not a sign that the woman is not sexy or something is not arousing it's just a sign the blood is having issues flowing to that area i'm happy you said that because i'm sure it's a lot of women that feel that either they're not turning their spouse or their partner however on Mm -hmm. or they're not attracted to them but it's really medical yeah it can most definitely and that is one of those sexual scripts that we are we are taught at home. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom raised me in the same Southern Baptist home where your obligation is submissive to your man yep. and whatever he wants, whenever he wants it, that's what you do. If you don't give it to him, he's gonna find it out Somewhere in the else. street. <laughs> so all of these messages yep. that we receive, not not talking about you, mama. <laughs> I have my mom here, you guys. <laughs> you know, and so uh, what was I gonna say? And so they'll go and find it in the streets. And a lot of the messages that we receive, not only in our home, but from our girlfriends, mm-hmm. from our professional group, you know, from other black women, is that you must be in position to fulfill his every need. But who's in position to fill your yeah, need? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And somewhere along the way, it's about fulfilling an obligation and pleasure went out the window. Mm. I don't know Say where it went, I don't but know I'm bringing it, it back. This bring it back. Bringing pleasure uh-huh. back. <laughs> <laughs> Not sex, but you bringing pleasure back. So what would you suggest? Or recommend for individuals with desire discrepancy? Um, what I would recommend is number one, talk about sex. Okay. A lot of times people are not telling their mates, you know, they're not being honest by saying, you know, I don't like it when you pressure me. Um, it's actually very painful when we have sex. Um, it's actually bringing up a whole lot of trauma memories mm. when we have sex. And the thing is, is we're not taught to talk about sex. Communication. Communicate sex and communication <laughs> yep. about sex. Yep. I don't know what it is. My mama did tell, talk to me about sex. Probably too much. But I don't know. <laughs> she wanted to make sure I enjoyed it. Yeah. I don't know what it is, you know, that it's a taboo word. When, with your mom sitting here, this is fucking fantastic. <laughs> 
I just want to cry actually right now because a lot of mothers, uh, you'll meet my mama too. A, a lot, she does the, she volunteers, <laughs> but she, she does not know I'm polyamorous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you know, that is a, um, a big joke around the community. Yeah. But <laughs> you know, she, but she loves me yep. and she'll do anything for me. Um, so, but that is something that we are taught. You know, if you talk about it, you, you're being hot. You know, mm -hmm. you're a fast little girl. Mm -hmm. You know, if you keep talking about it and thinking about it, you're going to get it. And you know, it's all kinds of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Okay. And how would you advise someone? Um, how would they deal with the desire discrepancy if they had it? Um, so, yes, talk about it. And in addition, go and talk to your professionals. That's where I would start also. Um Everybody get a checkup and go in to your um, OB or your gynecologist and say, hey, I'm having issues around sexuality. Now, not all gynecologists or OB can talk about sex. Mm -hmm. They're afraid of it and they'll probably have a stack of cards saying, go and talk to this person. Just take it and go. Yep. Don't force the issue. Because they're basically saying this is outside of my wheelhouse. Okay. And then go and see someone who is a professional. That's one of the ways. Because there's a whole lot of things that I can recommend over the air. But everything doesn't work for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather not give um, unhealthy recommendations. That's understandable. But you're here in Plano. For those that <laughs> listen. And you're in the DF dub. She's in the Plano area, so and so. Come with that and see being me. said, <laughs> with that being said, let our listeners know how you could be reached. Um, you or can, they can find you. Yes, you You can find me at blacksexgeek.net, or you can find me at pdm2018.com. One is for Poly Dallas, but you can see all of my info there, and one is for my website. And I do do distance counseling. Amazing. Yeah, I have clients everywhere. <laughs> well, again, thank you for joining us. Thank you. for. I'm so excited to be here. And congratulations thank you. on what you're doing, my beautiful black queen. Thank you. And I do say the word black queen. I say, oh, that's all that. But look, Nubian is actually a very important sign for dark-skinned women mm. are the most beautiful and the ones that are desired the most. So I'm not saying colorism is a thing. So thank you. <laughs> so that's it for today. <laughs> so remember, if you're not masturbating, then you're masturbating. I'm out to next time. Like what you hear? Subscribe to my podcast. Have any suggested topics? Email your girl at masterb6 at gmail.com.